Hello. Hello. Welcome to At Home. This is a place where we explore all the nooks and crannies of what makes us feel at home. The good, the meh, and the messy. We've been together over 10 years and we still have a lot to learn about each other. <laughs> I've been with myself for a long time and I still haven't figured myself out. It's a process. Well, there will be heated debates. Yeah, because Drew has very strong opinions mm-hmm. about everything, like leaving the toilet lit up. Well, hey, we'll just bring in experts to help us solve those. What about you, though, leaving hair dolls in the shower? Ew. Uh, those are gifts. <laughs> yeah, that no one wants. This is all a part of our life at home. Welcome to our house. Hello. I am so stuffy right now, so uh, I think I will be understandable. My allergies have been mad. Do you think that your pregnancy is actually elevating your allergies as well as your other senses? Like, because your sense of smell is bigger and... Bigger? Bigger. (laughs) Giant. Um, Probably, and I did read that. It can often cause stuffiness. Mm. I'm just having the sympathy stuffiness because I have been a little bit more as well. And I think it's allergy season. It's always some kind of allergy season. Yeah, it's just very dusty. One thing we set out to do on our podcast is to share all of our conversations with you. Yeah, including the ones about boogers and poops. Yeah, all that good (laughs) stuff. Stuffy noses and whatever else comes. But we, we feel it's part of building this community. It's about being open and honest with everybody. And we also want to share all the conversations that we have with experts, change makers, leaders, anyone we've brought in to hear about them and their walks of life and to learn from their stories and insights. So, you know, in a way it's inspiring us to be able to change our way of thinking to help us create a happier, healthier home and happier, healthier relationships. I guess going back to the beginning, since you're talking about what we try to do, we just realized we, we had the chance to chat with so many different people and we learned so much from them and we just thought, well, we can't just keep it to ourselves. It also feels like therapy sessions. Yeah, they do feel like therapy sessions. Um, By the way, what we've mentioned many times to everyone how hectic our schedules are and how we're constantly finding it challenging to balance our personal time and our work time. Oh, we're those annoying people that constantly say we're busy. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to not say that because I do find it annoying. It's yeah. like everyone's freaking busy. And I, I firmly believe that just because you're busy doesn't mean you're accomplishing things. But what I was getting at, because we're talking about therapy sessions or at least how some of our conversations sound like that, I wanted to mention our therapy sessions because we decided to just hit record on one of our latest sessions when we were really digging into the craziness of our calendar. Yeah, and I kind of wish we had done this sooner because not that you know, a therapy session should be juicy. So like, it's not going to be heavy with like arguments or anything. I would like to see how we've progressed from like our first session with our therapist, Julie Carter, to like the one you'll hear today. Anyway, in this session with Julie, we are trying to figure out how to balance our schedules, I guess. Um, and it's a very common topic in our therapy sessions because like we, we do argue oh, about it. Oh, we argue a lot. a lot about it. There and have it, been tears, actually. Yeah, of course. And especially with baby on the way, and I guess like in our trying to get pregnant over the you know past few years, it has always been a point of contention in our relationship. The big thing here is we're lucky to even be able to have this semblance of control over our schedule like we do. And I know I'm guilty of this where the moment I have 
time or I free up some time because we have some control of our schedule, I fill it with 15 more things. Mm -hmm. And so I put a lot of that stress on us uh, myself. But, you know, I think there's so many people out there that don't have any control over their work schedule or whatnot, and they don't have the family time that they want. Mm -hmm. But we are really fighting ourselves, especially me fighting myself, to have that better balance. We realize that we're both just arguing for the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we just have very different styles of getting there. And we, we already have, we, we do get a lot of quality time together. Linda will always want more. More, give me more. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's like when Linda cooks, I always want more. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel that this was a conversation for us to be able to share with everybody out there because I'm assuming that a lot of couples can can relate to this same sort of a fight is that life isn't all about work, even though, especially for me, I really enjoy what we do and I enjoy um, the amount of time and effort that I put into it. But I know sometimes I can go a little bit too far. And when I have to take that time from somewhere, it ends up coming out of my Linda time. How am I going to deal with this when we have a baby and then it's going to be taken out of Linda time and baby time? No, thanks. Yeah, you're going to have to figure it out. (laughs) Well, good thing we have Julie here to help us. Just to share a little about Julie, she's been working for over 15 years helping people to better understand themselves and to get some clarity around what's missing in their lives. Mm -hmm. She's super, super collaborative. She helps us identify behaviors in our life and helps us achieve an improved quality of life through self-awareness, rediscovery, and she does really focus on building our inner strengths and improving our self-esteem. And I have to give a shout out to our friend Tara Schuster, who recommended us to her. Yes. Thanks, Tara. Well, without any further delay, this is Julie Carter and Linda Andrew <laughs> having a therapy session. Okay, if ADT wasn't professional enough, now ADT installs Google Nest products with their smart home security systems because ADT believes the smarter the home, the safer the security. I mean, what are they going to do next? They're going to start a country singing career. I would listen to a country band named ADT. Also, I like to know what's happening at our front door from virtually anywhere with my Google Nest doorbell. Just saying. Your Google Nest doorbell? I said our. He said my. Everybody check that. Yeah. All right. Well, I like to control my ADT smart devices like my lights, my locks. (laughs) My security system with Google Nest speakers and displays. And I like to say, hey, Google, to get started. Listen, I said ours. I'm all about ours, not mine. Help protect what matters most with all this, plus 24-7 professional monitoring from ADT and a little help from Google. Visit ADT.com to see how ADT can help make your home smarter and safer. So Linda, have you been thinking about this? Yeah, and I have I been figured making... as much. What is going on? Siri's I, listening. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Siri figured as much. Um, yeah, and I we have a shared note and I have been making lists of just what I need in general, not specifically like within these two weeks. Um, And they're just, I think they're pretty basic things. Oh, well, I guess I need to be more specific about what I would need in those two weeks because the things that I need like on a daily basis or like regular basis include things like 
walks, <laughs> like uh-huh. getting outside together or um, date nights. The two nights. of you yeah. before, mm-hmm. you le- before you leave Drew. Is, is Just in yeah. general, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we've been trying to figure out, you know, that when we can do these date nights or when we can, you know, get away for a couple of days together, just us and, and even just those little moments in each day. But the thing that I find tough from my perspective is I'm falling a little behind on my, my work, like the, the schoolwork stuff, because also during the week I have my work stuff. I have to stay on top of emails and, and communication with the teams. And I find, I mean, I'm not putting a blame thing on Linda, but I find the problem for me is I want to be able to just show Linda that I love her and do some things with her, have a, have dinner with her, whatever it is, and spend that time with her. And then be like, okay, I'm going to peace out and go to my office now and I'm going to do my own work. But what I get is a continual sort of like guilt communication of you mm-hmm. realize how unhealthy this is for you. What you're doing is hurting you. And in the long run, is it worth it? But I get that over and over and over again. I'm like, I get what I'm doing is exhausting on my body. Let me do it. It's my body. My That's the main thing for me is I want to show her and spend that time with her, but then not feel like I'm just going to get the talk every time I want to go and have my time. Yeah. What are you hearing, Linda? That I'm guilting him every time he's working or doing his thing. And what would he like? For me just to let him do his thing. And then when we're not hanging out, for me to just like be okay with like the way he wants to run his schedule. Is that right? Yeah, because that's the main thing is I know it would be amazing for my body and my mind and everything if... I didn't have, if I had half the workload in school and everything that I'm doing, I get it that that would be great and healthy, but this is a decision that I've made that I'm excited about that I'm doing. And I want to be able to just find a structure without feeling, I know part of it's on me, me feeling guilty is partially on me, not necessarily Linda. Cause I, and I shouldn't say all the time because mm-hmm. the last trip, like when I was on the trip, Linda was very supportive. We did a couple of check-ins. It was all great. We had a good time on FaceTime and stuff like that. And even here today, all of today, Linda has been very supportive. It's just I want to make sure that we can kind of plan that ahead. What I would love is if we can plan it ahead each week and say, okay, here's the week. Here are the days where I need to do the Drew, the Drew mode and work late. And that's all there is to it. There's, we don't have to have any more conversations about how bad it is on my body or whatever it is. As long as we have those little check-in moments where I can get up every you know, hour and a half, stretch the legs, get some fresh air, have a bite to eat, make sure that I'm not being unhealthy, like dehydrating myself or not eating. But... Uh, yeah, I think for me, I, I just don't, I still don't have that balance that I need to feel at peace. So I hear a couple things. One is a, a schedule. It's always a great thing. And to just know these are your late nights and these are your together nights. But we've been talking about that and can continue. Mm-hmm. But the other thing I think I hear is like after a date night, you'd like to have a lovely parting where you feel well connected and you'd like Linda to accept and respect that you're taking care of yourself. <laughs> but do you believe that, though? I don't Wait, think you it, believe but I does am. It, does that sound like I'm understanding you, Drew? Y- yes. Oh, yes. Exactly. So, uh, so then it makes me wonder if maybe there's um, a, an additional concern that you have, Linda, that maybe hasn't really been talked about enough. Like, you're not bringing it up for nothing. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I th- I think like obviously I'm it's not ideal for you to stay up late mm-hmm. or or work for like, you know, like every minute you're awake. Um <laughs> but I know that there are days when you have to do that. I think 
what worries me is that I've seen you do that over the years and it's not like it's an anomaly where it's just like, oh yeah, once in a while I will have to stay up till two mm-hmm. to, to read or whatever. I know it's not like that. And seeing your upcoming schedule and our upcoming schedule, I know it's going to, I don't want to say get worse, but I know that you have a lot on your plate, a, a lot that you've put on your plate. Um, but again, that's me knowing yeah. how I am and knowing how I deal with things. And I, and I handle a workload very differently than how you handle a workload. I know, but then I see how <clears> it <throat> trickles into like our time together. Which oh. is the- th- that, that's, that's the- that's the big thing. And then like, I don't want you to be tired. And No, no, I get that. Let's hear about that. How okay. does it affect your time together? Well, we don't get time together. If, yeah, it, not, I'm not saying we don't ever, but like, I, I'd feel bad if like, I know you're exhausted. I wouldn't want to be like, oh, well, let's go do our thing now, knowing that you're exhausted. But that's the thing is, it, it has affected our, our time, and that's something that we've acknowledged over the last ten years. <clears throat> over the last ten years, you know, we've put I've put our relationship time on on the side when I've focused on work. But since you know, since lockdown, I mean, we've focused a lot more on our time. And even though my schedule is getting busier again, we have been attempting to make more time, even little things like a meal together, mm-hmm. a walk, whatever it might be. So what I find though is we are we are spending the focus on the time. But now, when I in my mind, I think, okay, we're getting some time now. I want to have more free. I'm going to have more freedom to do what I need to do for work without feeling that guilt or that pressure. But I'm still getting that. So I I feel like maybe like the the time together now has amped up to the next level of time together where you want even more. And I just for me, I just want to find that healthy balance where I I'm feeling I'm accomplishing what I need to do with the work stuff. We are getting time together, and that time will will become even more fruitful. We'll get more of it after this current contractual period of work that I'm on. Um, but I think that that's the thing that we need to appreciate is that we are getting more. So let's celebrate that a bit more instead of me still feeling that guilted uh, feeling. Does that make sense? It makes sense that you always feel like you're never giving enough time or energy. That, that I'm and, never giving? or no, It makes sense that you feel um, like you can never give enough time to me. Right, you could, because you I always, always want, want more. more which, than, which I've admitted, yeah. sure, of course I'll take more. I think you guys need to really embrace that—that that this is your style, Linda. You always want more family time, together time, even if it's not heavily focused. Even I have that feeling, even if you're sort of like puttering around in the same room, but you're doing tasks that are in that room, mm-hmm. not. Uh, on social media or something that's outside of the room or with headphones or right. Like you, you always want more of that family together rhythm. I think, Mm. I think if there was a sign over your head, it would say more together time. And I think Drew, you're voracious about wanting new experiences for yourself, wanting to grow and just, devour new experience and opportunity. And I Mm -hmm. think that's who you are. You know, yours says more too. The more you can embrace that that's how you guys are, I think it will be easier to find solution. So, you know, I'm a big, I'm a huge fan of scheduling. I think it really helps everyone to know what to anticipate. And certainly it works for your situation, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
If you can, what about thinking about from today moving forward? Not worries from the past, Mm -hmm. worries you won't get enough project time or won't get enough together time. Just, oh, we're starting afresh today, exploring solutions to see if we can both feel good and satisfied. And you might not get everything you want, but to think in terms of, all right, I feel understood and I feel like I'm getting a good amount of what I want, or this experiment feels worth it. And let's see how this goes and how I feel. And if, and then if we need to talk, we'll talk and see where we might need to need to make adjustments, mm-hmm. right? Going to graduate school, that's an unusual ripple in your schedule, having a baby when you've never had a baby before and what kind of baby are you going to have? Like all that is new and unknown. Mm -hmm. But to be looking at this like an experiment where you keep talking, like how is this working for you? How are you feeling about this? We do talk about it, but I think that's the thing is as we talk about it, it tends to go back to the same things where I'm always like, more time for me and and all these things that I'm doing and Linda's more time for us and and what we should be doing together. You both are going to have to give something up. Right. You don't want to feel like you're giving up so much you feel resentful. Right. Because you want the underlying connection to feel strong. I think if you're scheduling your date nights, your shared time together, the long days that you're going to have. So you both know what to expect. Right. So that means there won't be a fight on one of the evenings that's a long day for you. Even though you might want more time, you, Linda, you feel like your needs getting addressed enough that you can confidently go have have fun reading mm-hmm. about economics or whatever. <laughs> do, you, do you feel that that's uh, realistically something that you could do? I feel like it's something that we have been doing. And that's where I feel like when we do do it, it, it gets minimized. So so now my next question is, how can we do that? Not minimized, but just forgotten about because I feel like, I mean, you are known to exaggerate certain things. I never exaggerate. Um, I feel like when I do do it and I'm proud of myself for doing it and then you say like, oh, you always make me feel guilty. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. So yeah. how can, how can I do it and you not feel guilty? Like, is there something I'm saying or doing that is still giving off the vibe of like... So I think maybe that's what it is from both of our perspectives because I find there are times where I give a lot of us together time and then she's hounding me for not having enough together time. I'm like, are you forgetting all the things we just did? Are you forgetting the last two days we were away together and the dinner or the breakfast? So it's, uh, you know, maybe that's the same thing from the other end. When you're giving it to me and then I I say things that make you feel I'm not remembering the times you have, so. Right, and I I always say, like, I appreciated that dinner or that, like, I had so much fun on that date night, but maybe when we're having those conversations, again, it's about, like, the looming future is what it feels like. Like, the the two weeks, it's like, I know we, I know it's coming, but we haven't, we haven't settled, like, what we're going to do to make sure that we both feel good, or, like, the weeks after that, or, you know, how we're going to deal with, that when the baby comes, I think that's, that's like the biggest thing now. It's like, well, if it's this busy now, the schedule's not really going to change in terms of like the, the workload uh, when the baby comes.
ADT now professionally installs Google Nest products with their smart home security systems because ADT believes the smarter the home, the safer the security. Help protect what matters most with 24-7 professional monitoring from ADT and a little help from Google. You said that very professionally. I try. <laughs> Visit ADT.com to see how ADT can help you make your home smarter and safer. But, but one Sorry. thing that I think is really important when the baby does come is to still appreciate and sort of stick to a schedule because there will still be work oh, stuff that sure. has to be done. Yeah. And so just because now we have more baby time on our plate, I can't be guilted or anything like that when I'm trying to also do what I still have to do. And I, I that's my one fear is that that's going to happen. Oh, I I agree that we'll need to schedule even like we'll need to be even more meticulous about scheduling. Wait, so one thing I think I hear you saying, Linda, is you're cons- you're concerned about the future of when the baby gets here. Like, what's that going to look like? Mm-hmm. Is there any way, like, can you look at your schedule and kind of, you know, map it out a bit so that you have more of a sense of what your shared time will look like? I mean, the, the tough thing is, though, this is our first baby. So as much as we can try and map it out, we have no idea what to really expect for how this is yeah. going to hammer us with our... Yeah, and, and we schedule. talked about this last time and it did make me feel better that we sat down. We took an entire evening to like look at all of the days off, not off, off, but like days off of filming um, that we have from like now until the end of the year, knowing that there will be shifts. Um, it did make me feel better. Like I added up all the days, including weekends, and I thought, okay... This isn't as bad as, you know, I'm making it out to be in my head. But then I think something came up last week where it's like, oh, this is a day off, but I see what a day off looks like. It's not a day off. Well, and that's, the, th- that's the thing when we talked about, because re- a day off from work, like from filming, means I have more time to catch up on all the other things that I haven't been able to do. Uh, and so we, we've sort of tried to shift again, too, to have a way that we stipulate in our calendar. What is a Linda and Drew not available off? Or uh, drew off from work so yeah. he can focus on a couple of other work things. Which is fine, too. If, like, we yeah. know ahead of time, like, okay, you're home, but you're not going to be available. Um, and that does de- make me feel better. Can you detail that out, too? Like, non-filming, like, work mm-hmm. days that are non-filming days, you're, it, you know, you know you're working, you know, six hours that day. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you need eight hours on those days, but so that you both know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like Drew, I understand you could easily eat up those days with work. Oh yes. I mean, I, I do feel we just had to get better at understanding. Maybe it is what we started doing a couple of days ago is the, the down days from filming and properly defining what that means, because I just can't, I can't function if on those down days I don't have enough hours uninterrupted that I can focus on whatever it is I need to focus on. And I really start to get agitated when days and days or weeks go by where I haven't been able to get large chunks of just me time to do what I want to do with that. It's not me wanting to take away from Linda me time. I want to have that, but I want to be able to know we've done that. I can do this without having any guilt or any pressure or anything like that so that I can feel that I'm fulfilled on both sides of, of the fence. And when you say you, like you get agitated when you don't when like weeks go by without you getting you know a chunk of time sorry for yourself to catch up on whatever I feel like that always falls on me when it's I'm not the one taking up your entire schedule 
No, I know. I, I feel know. it, and I and I like show you know dissatisfaction to you because that, no one else thing, is. I think you don't understand when you do that how that that sort of triggers me and gets me frustrated because we went. I mean, this past few days has been fine, but the previous week, I we we had an argument um, at the end of the one night because it said literally every spare minute Linda and I were having together, which was an exaggeration. It wasn't every minute, but <laughs> it was quite a few. Each day, we had quite a few moments where we were together, and right away it went into somber talk about Drew's schedule and everything you're doing, and it's hard for us, and it's hard on your body, and this time I'm like, I don't need to have that conversation every time we have a chance to be together. Can we just, we had it, can we just stop talking about it and enjoy some time together? And then of course, if I say that, we're not going to enjoy any time together. No. Right. But when we're looking at the schedule and we're like, okay, this could be a day off. Well, there is this one thing that I have on there. <sighs> and then that's all I get. I'm like, yeah. that is not helping because all we're doing is we're getting back into the headbutting right. sort of a thing. And I, th- Linda, I think part of that comes from this worry that y- you're never going to get enough, that it's always mm-hmm. going to be a battle. Yeah. And I think the more it can be scheduled the more you're going to be able to anticipate knowing with confidence when you're going to have time together. Mm-hmm. And that's that makes a difference. Most of us really do like structure. Mm-hmm. You know, we like structure. We like knowing we're going to get our paycheck every two weeks, right? Like we like these contractual things. You know, kids like to know a parent or, you know, a nanny is picking them up from school. This is their routine. That's what's hard for kids of divorced families. Like, wait, which home am I going to? And mm-hmm. having to readjust. Mm-hmm. So I think the more scheduled it is, the better. And, and it sounds like you don't really feel like your needs and desires are as valuable as Drew's or work or... Because in a sense, you're wanting more of the same. And Drew's saying, well... I want to get this degree or I want guitar lessons or something that keeps sounding different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I never, that's another thing that always comes up is that like, well, I never want to hold you Mm -hmm. back from doing anything that you want. Um, But when you say like, oh, you expect me to not work at all. It's like, that's not what I'm saying at all. It's just Mm -hmm. when you look at the, the calendar objectively it's like well we know exactly where the priorities are because it's it's us literally fitting in like pieces of our life into the existing work life which always takes precedence or seems to always take precedence yeah and i mean i acknowledge that like i i work more than i i should i work more than most humans ever would wait do you believe that that you work more than you should um, I think that the the amount of filming, the filming is the big thing that eats up the majority of my schedule. I like the pace that I do, but I appreciate it's not the healthiest pace for a relationship, and I appreciate it's not the healthiest pace for my body. So it is exhausting. So there are certain things that I know I need to hit the accelerator and work hard on. It's going to be a grind to get through, and then I know I need to back down a little bit sometimes and just let you know, things recover, get back to a good pace. And then if something else comes up, then I kick into it again. But I'm not saying that you're valuing work or family. Like it's not, I know it's not that binary. It's what is done over a long period of time that 
exemplifies like what you prioritize. Yeah, and but we've acknowledged that. I think it's it's when I see that oh you're working to, you're you're filming long days you're working till two a.m. you have to get up at six and then the next day is going to be a long day. I think that's when I'm just like, ugh, like. But you're putting I your should, thought on me. Yeah. Let yeah, me so, be the, yeah. the, the owner of my own body and yeah. mind and will. Yeah. I don't mind a reminder of, of th- what things are. It's just a, when you give it, I get it. Yeah. I don't need that reminder eight times. Right. Is it possible? Like, can you imagine having a conversation in which like you are having your evening and then you're going to go your two separate ways? And Drew, you can say, thank you so much for, for your support. This was a lovely time together. And thank you so much for your support. I'm going to go be a pig in mud in my other activities and sweet dreams. Mm-hmm. And would that make a difference for you to feel like you're, he's acknowledging your desire? Yeah. I think it's, it always makes a difference when you acknowledge that what I want isn't bad or too much. Mm-hmm. I do attempt to do that from time to time, but maybe it's in a way that's received more uh, clearly by Linda. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only thing that I, I see though, that is realistic is, if I want to stay up late and work, Linda's not going to let herself go to bed even if she's exhausted. Or when I travel, Linda oh. does not get good sleeps. But that is an additional stressor, the, the fact that you don't sleep well without Drew. So that makes this especially hard for you. I don't, I don't think about that like throughout the day. It's just, I just can't sleep at night, but... Yeah, I don't know. Like for me, it it bothers me to know that you're not getting max maximized sleep and recharge. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you just don't feel secure. You've just yeah. sleep better when you're together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that makes two weeks being apart hard on you. Mm-hmm. I also just wanted to underscore one thing. I, I don't know if it got missed, but Julia Drew, that you were saying like. It really bothers you that, Linda, you don't get good sleep when he's not there. Right? Like that weighs on him. It mm. affects him because he cares about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That might be a good thing for us to keep exploring because that's it's hard. It's hard mm-hmm. to not feel secure when we're sleeping. Mm-hmm. We need our sleep. Yeah. And it's when we're our most vulnerable is when we're, when we're sleeping. And certainly that makes it harder, if, Linda, if you want to go to bed early and Drew, you want to stay up later. And Drew, you're thinking, oh, Linda's not getting sleep. She's not getting sleep because I'm up working. Gee, are you actually thinking that though? Well, it, no, I mean, it does. It bugs <laughs> me when I know like you should be sleeping, but then I'll come back down a couple hours later and you're still up on your, on your phone. And I'm like, nah, that's the problem. Put the phone down, let your mind settle, but... Anyway, it's... I mean, would it be different if Drew were working in the same room? Like... She asks for that all the time. <laughs> Sometimes though, I say, depending on what I'm working on, I don't want to be in the same room. I just want my own space. I want to focus on what I have to do. But I have said, there are certain things. If I am... If I had a bunch of work emails I had to go back to or certain course things that I had to do, some of it's fine. And, I, and I'm just reading so I can be in... With Linda, so we have. Otherwise, are you doing like interpretive dancing? <laughs> it is, yes. <laughs> I mean, it might be something to experiment with. I know it just seems to me a little hypocritical if I'm saying for me there are certain times where I just want to be able to do what I want to do, 
And if Linda wants to lose sleep and not be able to sleep, that's her own prerogative. And so maybe, I don't know, there's something that sounds like I'm asking for, I want what I want, but she should change what she's doing. And that's not, I don't want to feel like uh, that's what it's coming across. I just want the best for Linda. I know she wants the best for me, but then at a certain point, we kind of have to allow our partners to think for themselves and understanding the consequences. If I am losing some sleep and whatever it is, I understand that. I don't know. I think the only difference here is that, um, Whereas sometimes I don't have the additional time to be able to um, get the extra sleep in that that I need if I'm going through a grind. Whereas Linda does have the time to be able to chill out and have a nap or something. She just doesn't let herself do it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I imagine that's hard to understand. But you are right. There are times when you're each going to want what you want. And how do you manage that when the other one doesn't like it? And, and we don't want their guilt and resentment building. So I think this is an important thing, you know, we can keep talking about. Um, we need to end, but I just wanted to say one last thing. Um, it's very easy to think in terms of, oh, work is more important than family or family more important than work. And the, like, I've never met a couple where that's really the case. It can feel that way. Mm-hmm. It's different desires, Right. Both are equally important. And you're trying to make both work. Right. They both have certain needs and restrictions, but both are important, as are both the sets of needs and desires that you have. Both are important. So we need to like get a clear picture of them, validate them and see where can adjustments be made where they fit together with less you know, feeling rejected or guilted or um, mm-hmm. supported. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we'll work on the schedule thing, like you said, um, for like this week and moving forward to see if we can kind of figure out a bit more of that planning ahead mm-hmm. to make ourselves feel better. And yeah. like pay attention to what you schedule this week so that in a week you can say, hey, like, how's this going for you? Yeah. Was that mm-hmm. nice knowing we were going to have X number of hours together or knowing I wasn't going to be available one day or anticipating knowing for sure you're going to be together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you so much. Yeah. You're so welcome. Bye. Bye. See See you later. later. Oh, I love these sessions. (laughs) And and literally like you were saying at, uh, at the very beginning, like I feel the difference and I feel how we've grown over the past, couple of years of working with Julie. Has it been a couple of years? It hasn't been a couple of years. Hasn't it? No, this is, this is, <laughs> this How? is Drew's time warp. Wait, was it a year and a half? No. It has I to have been. I don't think so. I think so. I'm going to go back and look. No, and I, I have noticed the difference in the way we communicate, it's um, been, in the way we argue. Listen, let me just tell you, I looked it up in the calendar. Okay. April 7th, 2021 was our first session. Really? So it's been it's not even a just year. under a year, but it's still been great. <laughs> It has been great. And I, I think it's made a huge difference in our relationship. And have you been implementing all of Julie's suggestions? Have we? Yes. I was going to tell you what I've done, but I don't know if you feel you have. I think you have been. Uh, I think I have been. And a lot of my my homework or like a lot of the things that I had to work through is just accepting um, mm-hmm. that... I am the way I am and you are the way you are. And it's 
it's okay to have very different working styles and, and paces. It's not that, you know, if I was doing something that was terrible, yes, I should change that. But we're not. It's just our outlook on how we are. The one thing for me that I, I do have to still change, and that's what I work on, is the idea of scheduling that downtime or personal time and committing to that, not mm-hmm. just taking it away when something for work comes along. Mm-hmm. And then I, I've really noticed, you know, where she was telling us, how we show each other that we feel supported the way when I've had to do early morning calls or a really long day of work and, and you're there for, Hey, how's it going? All right. Awesome. Good to hear. Can I grab you anything? Whatever it is. I, I feel that support. And I've been trying to make sure that you're aware that mm-hmm. I feel that too. Cause I know you were saying that you didn't, you didn't know what it was that you were doing that I really enjoyed feeling the support from. Yeah. And to clarify that Drew would often say things like, well, I always feel guilty for working long days. And then I say like, well, that's not my fault that you feel guilty. I'm not do, I'm not saying anything outwardly to like guilt you. Well, well, you like you feel that obligation and therefore like you feel like you should be somewhere else. Well, just to clarify though, I mean, here's an extension oh. of our therapy session. <laughs> you do say things sometimes. Sometimes. So, but no, it'll just be one of those like you're, you're giving me like a guilt message because then I'll go do my thing. I'm like, oh, I know Linda hates this, but I have to do it. No, I'm giving you a fortune cookie message. That says something like, you know, when you're on your deathbed, you're never going to say, I wish I had worked harder. Yeah. You're going to say, I wish I spent more time with family and nature. Unless they suck <laughs> and then I want to work more. So think of it uh, like <laughs> your, your daily fortune there. cookie. Oh. But I haven't been doing that. No, no. And um, I appreciate that. Because I, I know that you do enjoy what you do and I and I love that and... I know that you do it for good reason. I do love that you call it the daily fortune cookie. That's hilarious though. (laughs) Um, You like your fortune cookies. But the thing that I have been trying to do as well is not surprise you last minute with these things. And that was another one of uh, Julie's pieces of advice is to schedule ahead of time and make sure we are both aware fully of what's coming. And then that way there's no surprises. And that way we can plan our day or or Mm -hmm. plan our responses. Mm -hmm. And, And something else I need to work on or keep working on is figuring out what I want. And that is like the million dollar question because I am not used to expressing what I want. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it's not fair because I feel like, well, you should know what I want. Yeah. And and I'm always like, I can't read your mind. I don't know. Uh, But but also... Oh, I think I'm getting better. Oh, oh definitely. I think we are. But the one thing I have noticed though, too, is there, there, you know, I think a lot of people, if you have someone in the relationship that is the one that goes to work and they work and then you have someone, uh, husband or wife or whoever it might be that stays home and they're the sort of stay at home parent or the stay at home partner, I think there can be a feeling of, well, the one that stays at home is not as important as the one that's going out there to do the work. And I think that I, I've really noticed a shift because obviously I go to work more than you do. You work from home more. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed a shift in you embracing more of what you do instead of seeing it as, I don't know. I don't know. How did you see it before? You didn't, did you see yourself as like the lesser half of the working relationship? Yeah, of course. And I'm still struggling with that. Especially like I'm really thankful that I've been able to take more downtime during the pregnancy mm-hmm. because it has really allowed me to just experience it fully the way I want to. Mm -hmm. So, so I know we're very lucky to be able to do that. However, like there is also a guilt or uncertainty and like void in a way 
because I'm not working full, full time. Well, you, you uh, and, are and working feel, full time. I know. In a different capacity. I know. And I would, I would never like think that of someone else. But for me, not that I put myself on any sort of pedestal, but like there's just this like inherent like guilt or like feeling of, um, I don't know, being lesser than because, because I'm not yeah. out there making money. And I so hope that there's a way you find to get rid of that because it's a self-imposed double standard. Like you said, you would never think that way about somebody else who's pregnant and taking care of themselves because there's something very important that's going to happen for them having a baby. And yeah. you need to see that for yourself too. But Yeah, and, and I think that that's something that um, Julie does a really good job in reminding us both that like mm-hmm. every role has has value and and, and I never that. saw that before because like I thought oh if I'm if I care so much about the relationship like that just felt like a nagging point yeah versus like no that is important like that's part of your home life and that like that's I mean that's life <laughs> it is it's life but I honestly I, I just think that this is the best part is we're having these conversations yeah. which means we're learning we're growing where our minds are opening up and I think it's making us better people. Totally, yes. Because even like five years ago, I would not have even brought any of this up. I wouldn't even be thinking about it. No, I think I would here. be feeling it, but I wouldn't be able to identify it. Yeah. Um, so we I have more homework to do. We need to dig into that calendar some more and yep. set some non-negotiable dates. Date nights. Yeah, we are going to do this. That was a high five. That was five. a high five, not that, a booty clap. I was literally going to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and and do you like us sharing these stories? Anybody out there? If if you let us know on social media at at home, but uh, we love to or share. If it's too much, we can just shut up. Yeah, we can do, we can do that too. We can just run dead airspace for uh, half an hour Ooh, to an hour. Quiet. But uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to Julie for being a big part of our lives, and we look forward to talk with everyone next week. See you next week. Bye. Love you. Love you. And by the way, we have an amazing team and just want to say a huge thank you to all of them. We could not do this without them. Brandon Angelino. Annalie Bell. Hannah Fan. Courtney Iwanis. West Friend. Chris Cobain. Nicole Schachter. And Sabrina Ayakobuchi. Also, our theme music is by Victoria Shaw and Chad Carlson. And our music composed and produced by Rick Russo. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have a few seconds, don't forget to subscribe and rate. Yes, please do. Please do. And also leave comments on our social media at At Home. We love to hear from you. ADT now professionally installs Google Nest products with their smart home security systems because ADT is awesome and believes that the smarter the home, the safer the security. I can't wait to see what they do next. They're going to put Google Nest doorbells on the moon. (laughs) Actually, I'd like to know what's happening at our front door from virtually anywhere with our Google Nest doorbell. I do love how when we're out at dinner, we can see exactly what's going on at the front door. And we can control our ADT smart devices like... Lights, locks, the security system with Google Nest speakers and displays. Mm-hmm. All you have to say is, hey, Google, to get started. Well, I think it's great for people to help protect what matters most with all of this. Plus, 24-7 professional monitoring from ADT and a little help from Google. Visit ADT.com to see how ADT can help make your home smarter and safer. Hey, Google.